Sydney's number one podcast, West Underground. Welcome Hello. to another episode of West Underground. Today we're joined by none other than Amy Davison. Hello. Welcome in. Thanks for having me. On the I'm excited. day ever. Should the wall pants. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Amy is the host of Sex Talk with Amy. That's right. Oh, it is a spicy podcast. Yes, also it is. Also a musician. Also a musician. Novelist. Journalist. 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 Soon to be novelist. Erotic novelist. Erotic novelist. Juggler. Can you juggle? Uh... Pass us those uh, bottles of water. Let's see if you can juggle. Can you juggle? Uh, no, not yet. No, well, not yet. Pick that up as well. Yeah, and then you can do everything. Then yeah, add that to the resume. Full spectrum. Mm. So welcome in anyway. Yeah, your podcast uh, takes me by surprise every time I listen to it. <laughs> it's uh, I I never realised how much of a prude I was until I listened to it, and I was like, I turn into like a fourteen-year-old. He's like, oh, sex, sex talk, sexy talk. Yeah, yeah. I, it takes a lot of uh, courage, courage, cojones to do that podcast. Yeah. What What made you want to do it? Oh gosh, sometimes I listen back to what I've recorded and put out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I said that. Yeah. I went there. Um, God, it was a journey, honestly. Mm. Um, so I don't know, maybe three or four years ago, I was a prude, like couldn't even make eye contact with someone of the opposite sex. Freaked me out. Had like a real intense journey with it because i grew up super religious like super conservative oh really yeah so yeah a lot of people would not expect that about me at all now but um it is yeah. often it is often Very, the ones who grow up religious yeah and it then is you go, yeah. it really is revolt i like that yeah I like that. so what's been the response from like your family and peers from you know from that you grew up with in your youth they were mortified mm. at first. Yeah. Um, now they've come around to it. They're supportive. They're trying their best. Yeah. Um, they have blocked me on social media just to kind I of... I think that's probably yeah. for the best though, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. My mum kind of pulled me aside um, earlier in the week and she was like, listen, I love you. Love your work, but I've got to block you on Instagram. Just yeah. saying. I'm like, you know what? It's fine. I think yeah. I'd prefer yeah. that, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm glad they're being nice about it. They're being supportive, mm. but kind of from a distance a bit. Um, friends are super keen on it. They love it. Um, they want to come on the show, which has surprised me a lot. Because mm. um, some of the people who've put their hand up, like wanting to come on and share their stories, it's surprised me as well because mm. I wasn't expecting that from them. It's been surprisingly positive. I was honestly expecting more people to be like, ew, gross, what are you doing? This mm. is too much. But... Um, I would say it's been like 99% positive, which is refreshing. No, I think mm. that's because like sex positivity is a weird thing, isn't it? Because obviously everyone, majority of people are having it. Yeah. Hi, mum and dad. Uh, <laughs> I always remember you listening. Um, obviously the majority, I hope you're not having too much of it though. You've only done it twice, once for me and once for me, brother. That was it. Stay safe out there. Stay safe, mum and dad. Um, obviously because sex positivity is, it's, it's kind of at the forefront of everything at the minute. And it, it's it's relaxing that we can speak about it and then not be, you know, so that childish thing inside of me, like I said before, I just smile when I think about <laughs> sex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I'm still a little boy, Hamish, I'm still a little boy. No, it's amazing what you're doing. It, it really is, because obviously it connects with so many people. It connects with everyone. And it's just, I mean... I understand your family being like, look, we love you, but we don't really want to listen to this. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. We, when we started this podcast, well, I had, you know, it was an idea that, that I'd sat on for years and years and years and years and years. And it, like, it took a lot to kind of then get it from my get it out of, out of my brain and into, you know, into fruition and 
into what is what we're now sitting in, I suppose. Mm. Mm. And and it took a long time to grow and stuff like that. But I'm just wondering, like, and I was trying to ask you a little bit off the air, like, how long you sat on the idea, and and was it harder or easier than you thought it would be? It's been easier than I thought it would be. It was hard to start, but once I did and kind of got that momentum going, um, it felt really natural to me. Mm. And it helps that I'm talking about something that I'm really passionate about. Um, and I'm like wanting to liberate the conversation around sex and make it less taboo and less strange to talk about publicly mm. in a candid way. But the idea first came to me, well, it was actually given to me by someone else. So two years ago, um, I went out on a date with this guy. We matched on Tinder. Um, it was our first time meeting in person. So I got in his car and we were talking and then out of nowhere, he literally was like, do you have a podcast? And I was like, no, why? And he's like, I don't know. You just have one of those voices that I think would be really good for a podcast. It is good for a podcast. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like I've never thought about that before. Mm. And I don't know why, but it just kind of stuck in my mind after that day. Um, shout out, Nicholas. Hope you're doing well out there. What's Nick up to these days? I have no idea. We went out on the one date and then we've just kind of like kept in touch on and off through social media. So oh, nice. um, if you've seen the podcast, Nicholas, thanks for the idea. Shout Hi, out. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Nick. Hi, Nick. Yeah, so I don't know. After that, I just started like listening to a lot of different podcasts. I was super into true crime back in mm. the day. Was listening to that, passionate about music, obviously. But everything I listened to, I was kind of just like, these guys are nailing it in their own niche. Mm. I don't know how I could do this and do it differently. Um, and then when I started getting into journalism and started writing sex pieces for a magazine, um, the more I researched that sort of stuff, the more... I got into it, I was kind of like, I think this is it. I mm. think this is what I want to talk about. And yeah, I just started one afternoon. It was, you know, not a lot of planning went into it. Um, a lot of planning went in afterwards, but yeah, I just put the trailer out and I was like, well, I've announced it now, so <laughs> got to keep going. Better get on with it. Yeah. 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 Why do you reckon you enjoyed like writing about it so much um, when you were doing your journalism stuff? Was it because it felt like it was taboo to you and you yeah. were almost you know, uncovering something that if, I don't know, I'm just trying to understand like, um, you know, why, why it was a topic that grabbed you so much? Yeah. So, you know, I've always been a very sexual person, but it's kind of a side of me that I repressed for a really long time um, because of just kind of internalized shame, the way I grew up. I went to like a Catholic school, grew up pretty conservative church every Sunday, that sort of thing. Oh shit. Wow. So like, even after I would have sex, I would always feel guilty. Um, I don't anymore, obviously, but um, it was just one of those things that I had to work through. And the more I started writing about it and publishing about it on a public platform and getting positive response, it gave me more courage mm. to the point where um, it got to a point where writing about it didn't feel like enough anymore. Mm. I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to create other kinds of content around it. And that's what kind of pushed me to do the podcast. But it was almost therapeutic because I was taking that shame that I felt and I was turning into something creative by writing yeah. about it yeah. and hopefully helping um, other young women and men who maybe have that shame as well to be like, this is normal to talk about. Mm. So, mm. yeah. I think it's, a, it's, it's fucking ridiculous when you grow up because uh, you went to a Catholic school and I went to a Catholic school as well. And it's all, oh, you know... Oh, when you get married and then... And th that's always worried me so much. You know, like arranged marriages. Yeah. You know, if I think of... I don't want to think about this, but I'm saying it now. My nan and granddad, right? When they met, they lived in the same town, got together, got married, right? I don't want to think about this, but here I am saying it. If they didn't like having sex with each other... You fucked. Yeah. Because you couldn't get a divorce. Yeah. You couldn't sucked. do that. And then all of a sudden you're with someone you don't like having sex with. Yeah. That stresses me out so much. If you got an arranged marriage and turned up, went to bed that night and went, not really into that. That's a fucking long time to live. That's sad. With all that going on. Yep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> stresses me out. also your only reference for sex. Too. Yeah, like, true. So, so you, you, just, you, you would just um, suppress sex all together and say sex is shit mm. and it's not yeah no. <laughs> it's bloody not it's pretty great actually yeah it is, yeah. It is. Uh, also Amy quite the songstress aren't you time machine 
Oh, oh my gosh. You've given that a listen just before you got it. Oh. Just as you walked in. I didn't want it to be, I always think it's awkward if someone's listening to one of my songs as I walk into a room. Yeah. <laughs> it almost feels like they're judging my Yeah, thing. yeah. Like the looking on my Instagram or something right in front of me. It's a little yeah. bit invasive, isn't it? Yeah, no, congratulations. Thank Very you. Good. Thank you. Um, so what, are you continuing with music while you're doing this? Is, is that going to be the plan just to hit everything on all fronts? Yeah, so I'm planning to write and release more music in the future. It's not my main focus right now. Uh, with that Time Machine song, mm. that's, that was kind of a half-baked idea. So I made that track for a uni assignment. Okay. And it's pretty short. It's like a minute, 90 seconds. And there's a music video as well that I'm releasing. But um, yeah, there's like two other verses that I never recorded. And it was just sitting on my computer for mm. like over a year. And I was waiting for one of my um, podcast recordings to export and I was looking to kill some time. So I was just looking through my files and I found it and I just uploaded it to DistroKid and I was like, I'm just going to release it now. Just that ADHD creativity. I was oh, like, you know really what? Sick. I don't yeah. want exp- to wait. I'm just going to put this out. I mm. want people to hear it as it is. But yeah. Have you got ADHD? Yeah, I've got ADHD. So yeah, Me too. Superpower. Oh, yeah. Superpower. Yeah. Superpower. I definitely think so. I think with him especially, it's it's an absolute superpower. I think if you make anything like and you're passionate about it, the yeah. hyper focus that comes with it can yeah. be a super advantage. But mm. it's like a double edged sword as well because you won't do anything else. Exactly. Yeah. So th- you yeah. said something interesting before. You made the trailer before you made an episode of your podcast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's that's so interesting. But then that makes you have to do it then, doesn't it? Yeah. So otherwise you'd just be announcing things all the time and then not following through with it. Yeah. It's that whole ADHD, like I have this idea, I need to get it out now before I forget or before I lose mm. enthusiasm about yep. it. Yeah. So I'll just, it's half baked, but I've got a good feeling about it. So I'll mm-hmm. put it out now and I'll figure out the rest that's later. Fine. And yeah. yeah, Sex Talk with Amy was very much that. It was just kind of like, you know, act now and then let's think about it later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> when, when did you, sorry mate, when did you get diagnosed with ADHD? Three or four years ago now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so pretty pretty late diagnosis, but yeah, I'm medicated now. So yeah, that's another reason why I stopped music for a bit actually, because mm. I started taking Ritalin and it changed my voice completely. Wow. So really? yeah. What did it do to your voice? It made it like really sort of like high pitched, airy, like head voice. I used to always sing in my chest voice. Mm. I had a really deep chest voice. I used to never sing in my higher range. And then I don't know, I think it maybe like dried out my throat or something. Um, And like my voice went up two registers. It was the randomest thing. I stopped singing for a couple of months because I couldn't get any sound out. And I was like, oh, I I fucked up my voice with this medication. I should stop taking it. And then my voice slowly started coming back, but it didn't sound like me. And it took me a while to get used to That's it. So interesting. Yeah. Jackie, you'll have to start taking Ritalin. I'm like thinking that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely change my, your voice. My falsetto is a little bit off. <laughs> we could change yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Buddy Gibb. <laughs> I've never heard of that happening before. That's, That's quite interesting. Yeah. I talked to my doctor and he was like, um, "It's it's a rare side effect, but it does happen to people." So, yeah. Um, what are the other side effects of Ritalin? Uh, I don't. I'm I'm on. Vyvanse and dexamphetamine, so I'm oh, okay. not the person to ask. Sorry, and I, I looked at you then, like the ADHD specialist. <laughs> How's the dexamphetamine? I'm curious about. Um, if you, sorry, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, it's good. Like, by the way, YouTube, this is prescribed medication. Yes. Okay. Do not demonetize not- us. This is prescribed medication. I'm not on these things. <laughs> Carry on. Um, it it uh, changed my life. I was like super wild, super impulsive, couldn't really do like get get through jobs, couldn't really get through school, was just like fucking up on all all fronts. And then I started taking dexamphetamine and um, just dexamphetamine originally. And it was like, it just let me be in my, I suppose, let me be in my own head a little bit. Mm. And um, which was good because then I would think about the way that I would approach life rather than just approaching life with no thought yeah and um other than that there's no real side effects other than maybe you find it hard to go to sleep if you take it too late in the day but other than that uh, i don't know we did an episode of a podcast once uh (laughs) you you hadn't had it in the morning had you no and he had it 
you must have had like early in the afternoon we were doing this podcast and I watched them like transform <laughs> I watched them evolve and I was like whoa and it was like within 10-15 minutes and then he had sunglasses on and he just had a big smile on his yeah. face and I was like it's I want some of that yeah. <laughs> get me some of that yeah, I love that <laughs> it was it was the wildest episode of a podcast we ever did as well <laughs> It was definitely up there. One day, I, this was the day I forgot to take my medication. I, I woke up in the morning and I thought I'd already taken it for some reason. And um, I'm going through the day and I'm just feeling like... Also, I think if you don't take it after you've taken it for a long time, there's that you, you feel like you've hit a bit of a brick wall. I think, you know, if I was to stop taking mm. it fully, I'd need a couple of days to kind of get my body chemicals like back mm. the way that they used to be. Yeah. So all day, I'm just feeling like feeling a bit funny like I and almost feel like I've been hit by a train I'm just kind of going through life like and I'm drinking all this coffee just trying to think like why why, do I, why am I feeling like this I've had yeah. a good night's sleep whatever and I come home and I finally realize I haven't taken my medication and just kind of function throughout the day and um we do the podcast and I was like holy shit this is so relatable right now it was like <laughs> I'm having deja vu it was like he had to switch and the light came on and he invented electricity. That's what it looked like. <laughs> That's, that, was, that, was, that was the look on his face. Mm. I've never been so jealous of something in my life. <laughs> Give me some of that. <laughs> yeah, it's good shit. Out. So how did you find out? I've kind of speculated for like since my late teens, but um, for women, it's harder to get diagnosed. Because for me, my ADHD was like internal. I wasn't too hyper on the outside. I didn't have those like textbook external symptoms. So I think it took a while for people to realize what was going on with me and me as well. Um, and I had like a school counselor who even told me like, I think you should go get tested for ADHD. And I was in denial for a really long time. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go on medication. And then um, graduated uni, workforce, responsibilities get bigger your coping mechanisms shrink mm. <laughs> and you're like, you know what? I have to be honest with myself. Like something's not quite right and it's not laziness. It's not, you know, low IQ or anything like that. It's something else is going on here mm. with my concentration. I just felt like I was in a bubble all the time mentally, like just a few seconds behind everyone else or mm. something is a really weird feeling. Yeah. It's like being hungover all the time. <laughs> I am often hungover all the <laughs> yeah. time, though, so I can relate. So, yeah. Um, so, went to a doctor, had a few sessions. Um, he's been my doctor now for, like, three years. I see him once every six months now. But, yeah, um, had a few sessions with him, did a test, did, a, like, a brain scan and stuff, and he's like, yep, you have ADHD. Um, here's some Ritalin. I'll see you in six months. And started taking it. And, yeah, it literally, like you said, changed my life as well, like, it was like a switch got flipped in my mind yeah. and everything was so much clearer and it was just so much easier to concentrate and just like get on with my life. And it wasn't all just these like ideas floating in my head that I never acted on. I actually started like mm. taking charge of my own life. So yeah, it helped a lot. I used to have ideas and I would just think, oh shit, maybe that would be cool if I did that. But now I have ideas and it's like we're building plans on the ideas. It's yeah, like exactly. The idea now goes from being like something that I could do, but now something that if I followed this and did it for like six months, it could be this. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like it, it's um, thought about the, the future rather than just thinking about the now. Mm. That was probably the biggest flip that happened mentally for, for me, which was cool. Did it affect your social life? Yeah, it did. Mm. Yeah, I used to feel so, so bad because like I don't even know how I would do this podcast that I do now for like an hour long session without zoning in and out, even when it's just me talking. But I'd be chatting to my friends and they'd be in the middle of something that they're really passionate about. Like we'd be in a heated conversation and my face would just be like, I'm just gone. I'm there one minute and gone the next. Yeah. Mm. And they were like, are you there? Like, like, do you care? And I'm like, no, like I'm, I'm here, I'm with you. Yeah. But what did you just say in the last 30 yeah. seconds? Like <laughs> it was just in and out all the time, just in and out of conversations. It's not because they're really boring, is it? Because if someone's really boring, <sighs> me, I can't help but zone out. No. A couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> if someone's really boring, me, I can't help it. Mm. I'm elsewhere. <laughs> I have to be elsewhere. You ever want to say to someone, just shut up. Please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're killing my life right now. <laughs> Sorry, mum. 
Yeah. Do you um do you ever cut things out of your podcast? Do you ever think this is too raunchy? No, hasn't happened yet. No? No. It's called the Nothing's Off Limits podcast. Yeah. For a reason. I feel like it's only going to get raunchier and raunchier as well. I can't like, wait. It's going to be outrageous. Yeah? Yeah. How outrageous? Oh, my God. Um, well... Give us some. Give us some tidbits. There's going to be sex workers on the show. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Going nice. to be chatting with people who work in adult entertainment. Mm. Um, going to be chatting with sexologists, um, people who actually specialize in this sh- in this shit. They're not like enthusiasts like yeah. me. You're becoming a specialist. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you are. Via Google. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You had your four thousand hours in. Yeah, you're a general practitioner. Yeah, That's general practitioner. Yep. Yeah. So do you? Do you think, um, I don't know, have you spoken to sex workers yet? No. So I'm teeing up some interviews now. Um, I, I've got, I had a guest on the show recently and she's kind of introduced me to some people. Mm. So there's going to be some overseas interviews that I'll be doing through Zoom and people who actually work in adult entertainment. Mm. So haven't spoken to them yet. Um, I've spoken to them off the show. Obviously, we're discussing like, what we can say, what we can't say, because obviously there's grey areas with laws in different countries as well. So, you know, you've got to protect people's identities and stuff as well when you're talking about this sort of stuff. Where? Like where? Like, you know, in different countries, like the US and... Oh, okay. And the UK. I didn't think the UK had any... And you couldn't say? I don't know. We're working it out. Yeah? Yeah, because... I, I don't want to, like, have these people on my platform and yeah. then have something happen as yeah. well. So there's mm. that weird kind of, like, yeah. ooh, I don't want to... Responsibility aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, just, just put explicit. You'll be all right. You'll yeah, get away just with put it. it. Yeah. <laughs> no, just put explicit on everything Yeah, now. on everything. Yeah. I feel like you should anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm 12. I want to listen to a podcast. Not this one. Not this one. Don't listen to this one, Timmy. Surely it wouldn't be hard to get, like, in touch with some um, that work in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, because escort is yeah, legal. legal. Yeah, that's, yeah. Mad 100%. that, you know. That is insane. That is insane. When I got here, someone was like, that's a brothel. And I went, no, it's not. And he went, yes, it is. Yes, and it it's is. legal. Oh, my gosh. I'll just walk past. <laughs> well, if you guys know anyone, please. Don't, just- don't, be, don't be doing that to me. I can okay. give you the dresses. What, one of our favorite games, you know, on Parramatta Road, when me and my missus are in the car, when we drive down, it's either wedding shops or brothels. Oh god! There's like nothing, and oh then god. and then maybe a, road. yeah, and then maybe a kebab house in between. You know where the crowbar <laughs> you know, is? You know where the yeah, crowbar yeah, is? Yeah. There's like 10, 15 brothels along there, yeah, right. and uh, parking at the rear. I love that. And then <laughs> wedding shops. Down, That's down hilarious. Like Beautiful. Four Street, um, like a couple blocks on Canterbury Road, not too far away from here, where it's basically the same thing. Mm. I need to see this. Yeah. yeah. We'll go for a walk afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> go in. Um, but I would, I would be interested to know, like, are they, like, a lot of those people in the positions out of, um, out of, like, sad circumstances? Or are there any that are there because they actually... Like, I think the fin- there? there's a lot of financial gain to it. Isn't there? You think about it. A lot of money to be made. It's the oldest trade in the world as well. Yeah. The old money the oldest trade in the world yep it's true <laughs> it is it's older than carpentry mate <laughs> the guy with the first dollar wow. yeah yeah S- smart man let me say as long as there's been anything to be traded sex has been on the on the table yeah it's just, it's, it's fascinating to me how it's legal over here but it should be legal everywhere yeah escort yeah. nah. It really should be because it's, you know. What, what's, what I don't understand about America is how it's not illegal because if you record it, it's now legal, right? Because if you record porn in America, it's not illegal. But if you have prostitution, so mm. you pay somebody for sex, it's illegal. But as soon as you turn on a camera, it's okay. That is so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. It's, I, don't, I don't. Do you think that. about that a lot? I've feel like they purposely create these gray areas where they make some of it legal and some of it not mm. to deter some people from doing it. But also they know that there's also money in it from, for them. So they legalize businesses in some states in different countries, like owning and operating brothels. But then... Oh, Nevada. You, there's, there's 
brothels in Nevada, isn't it? I think yeah, there are them legal. in Nevada. Yeah. Mm. Louis Free documentary told me that. Um, yeah, but it's it's so weird because, uh, like, think of how much you must make from taxation of them having the mayor. If other countries did that, they could tax it. Yeah, for sure. Tax the sex. <laughs> you know, in uh, you know, in England, they've made this thing now where porn websites are like blocked, and the government and uh, this the horrible Tory bastards are they're doing this thing, so it's like they decide what they think is acceptable porn for you <laughs> oh, to watch. Oh my god! All these lords and shit, and they're all, all fucking weird looking. All interbred generations like mm, this is what you can wank to, and this isn't what you can wank to. It's what the fucking fuck? it, how weird is that? That's so dystopian. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. Yeah, I know. So some lord who's fucking fucking twelve generations family deaf and used to own slaves, who are now like in government. I like, know nah, you can't wank to that. You can wank to this. I heard something on a podcast from an OnlyFans creator yeah. who said something about UK laws that was really bizarre to me because OnlyFans was started in the UK, right? Oh, By someone it? in the UK. Yeah. Was it? Um, and everything is allowed on there except shit play. So, mm. sorry, you were, you were drinking when I said that. Yeah, you, you, but, you, sorry. That went down the wrong hole, which in shit play it often does as well. <laughs> So I just thought you that keep was coming back for these jokes. Oh. I'm gonna keep giving you them. <laughs> yeah, shit play. Carry on. Yeah. So <coughs> everything. So everything is allowed on the platform except shit play. So this uh, one woman who was like in the top ten percent mm. um, was doing really well. Um, made this one video that had shit play involved and had her entire like account taken down and everything yeah, banned. Asked, why? I, I mean... That's shit, that. Yeah. It was too easy. It was low hanging fruit, sorry. Why? Sorry, like, how... Do, what's the... I don't understand the, the, like, aphrodisiac behind playing with shit. I don't either. I really don't. Or getting pissed on. I don't yeah. understand that either. I've really never been peed on. Fuck no. Have you? Do you have... Yeah, Jack, have you? Yeah, do you have a story to share yeah, with us? Please, I would be thrilled to know. <laughs> uh, I have to remember what when I... I started? What I do outside of this in life sometimes. Oh, God. No comments. Okay. Contractually obligated to say no. Sounds like a yes. Uh, what if... All right, me and you were at the beach, yeah? We're oh out God. there in the sun. We're drinking a few beers, yeah? Jellyfish, boom, stings you. Would you let me pee on you? Friends episode. Yeah, like I'd let you pee on me in that, but it's not It's not going to be It's not going to be something that, that I think about when I go home by myself in my room later on and go, mm, that was a... I that enjoyed was, that. That was, that was arousing. Mm. That was a great experience. Yeah. Have you ever been peed on? No. Because you asked me that question then, so I yeah. feel I feel justified in asking you it back. Yeah. Oh, no. when YouTube gets this transcript, man, it's gonna be an interesting <laughs> one. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, I don't foresee that happening okay. in the future, but to each their own. Yeah. I think you know. Mm. You never know what's gonna happen when you're a bit frisky. <laughs> I yeah, guess yeah. that's true. You just never know. <laughs> the level of like, do you ever get it when you're like hungover and you're a level of horny that you are never usually. And you're like, I'm a bit extra horny today because I had a drink last night. That's that's where. I yeah, but I haven't got a feeling that like you know what I need to do. Just <laughs> have somebody come. Italian, if you watch your love. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think we're gonna. Oh, does your grandma still watch these? Yeah, she does. Oh my god. Hi, gosh. Nan. Sorry, I think grandma. She'll be very happy to know. Hi, Nan. You frisky pev. <laughs> I love your Nan. I feel really bad about that. She's not a frisky pev. She's just a pev. Just a pet. Yeah. What What? What are the other taboo... Because uh, we were talking on Monday Night Fever the other week about fantasies, weren't we? Yeah, you might, You should tell that story. Oh, so I know this guy. <laughs> I told you this story before. I, I know this guy. Um, I won't mention his name. And he just broken up with his missus. They had a kid together. And then he got on Plenty of Fish. It was pre-Tinder. And he was out there, you know, getting getting all the... 40-year-old divorcees. Mm. What a time he had. What a time he had. Anyway, he started seeing this one who had uh, a rape fantasy. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's interesting. Oh, so... so <laughs> oh, my God. So he'd, he'd put, like, tights on his head or, like, like stockings or whatever or a balaclava. Yeah. 
and then uh, and then he kicked the front door in and go <laughs> ah I'm gonna rape ya. <laughs> oh my god! Clip that, you. I'm gonna rape you. Yeah, and uh, oh my god. Yeah. Imagine the neighbours. How exactly. many, how many yeah. door hinges were they paying for? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, if she lives in an apartment, they're gonna call the like. Have you got the, the wrong apartments? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the cops showing up yeah. and having to explain to them. Oh, no, it was just no, fantasy no, she's, play. She's, yeah, yeah, we're she's fine. Into it, I promise. Then imagine she went. I, I've never seen that man in my life. Because <laughs> she didn't want to see him. Because sex is taboo. She didn't want to see him awkward about it. Yeah. Mm. What a fantasy that is. It's interesting. Booting the door in. Mm. <sighs> Imagine I'm why, like, like, and you. why did he? Why did he go along with it? Because he probably thought that was a bit horny, didn't he? Frisky Tuesdays, who knows? I wish I knew like the psychology behind these fetishes. Yeah, me like, too. Yeah, if I could turn back time, <laughs> the rape one's an interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, because you yeah, often think something dark has happened. One of the yeah. worst things humanly possible. That's the fantasy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty common, actually, to fetishize bad things that have happened to you oh, as a child. It? Yeah, I don't understand the psychology behind it, but um, yeah, I mean, if I could go back, I don't know if I want to go to uni again, ever again, but I'd probably do like a sexology degree and try to figure out what's going on with all that because I just think it's really interesting. Like, where did that come from, you know? Um, yeah, not to shame anybody, but it's just like, wow, that's different. I suppose spanking would be one, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Do you know what I would it like It would be to? though, wouldn't uh, it? Yeah. What, um, what do you think of the, the toddler play, like the baby play? What? Have you what? seen this where like blokes will wear like nappies and put like a pacifier, oh, a dummy in the yeah, mouth? Yeah, And then- I've seen that. Be, like, you know the I'm sure there was like a Channel 4 documentary on it. What's the singer of Silverchair's name? Don't be naming names on the podcast. Daniel Jones, I think it was reported like a like a couple years ago that he he was like having a prostitute like rub like put him to bed in the crib and <laughs> kinds of baby like stuff like that. Allegedly, we're not Allegedly. saying it's true. It might be true. Yeah, it's on like the front pages of the newspapers. They had photos. Allegedly, Shit. allegedly. I really need to look into this. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious. But yeah, that's a strange one, isn't it? Yeah, Being I've a baby. seen videos like that. Yeah. Like, um, I saw it on the front page of Pornhub one time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and I, cl I watched it, obviously. Yeah. Um, I clicked on it. And, yeah, it was like a, like a full-grown man in a diaper and, it, like, was wearing a bib right. and was sucking on the, what do they call it? The, the pacifier. Yeah. Thought you were going to say something else then, yeah. Amy. <laughs> sucking on it. What do you call it? Cock? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mom, again. I know you're watching. <laughs> Sorry, YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and yeah, he was like lying across this woman's lap who looked younger than him, which I thought was interesting. And um, yeah, she was like, just sort of like gently stroking his head. And she was like, oh, mommy's little boy. And no. yeah, he was living for it. He thought it was great, but. Oh, mommy's little boy. Yeah. And he had like chest hair and everything. Like, do you ever get, um, do you ever get the. My parents are so proud of me. Yeah. Do you ever get, um, like, post no guilt or shame? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know if you dressed up as a toddler, sat on a woman's lap? <laughs> you know, the second you game, surely you must go, I don't feel very good about my life choices. Surely that must come into play. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> well, you'd hope that'd come into play, wouldn't you? Especially if he's wearing a nappy too. Especially like, like, oh. it'd be all over here, just oh, sticking to you. Lord. <laughs> Surely um, that comes into it. Probably. Do you know what I don't? I understand? Poor choice of words. I don't understand <laughs> the like, the 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 like cuck fantasy thing that is that is all over the internet. That's the big thing on Pornhub at the minute. Yeah. Apparently. Just done some research before you came in. Mm. Um, yeah, that's a that's a big one. Like that is, that, that, I don't understand it. I really don't. What do you think of amateur porn, Hamish? Mm. I don't know. Tier one, top tier. Meg, do you agree? 
cute. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like to see good production. I, I no, I like poor production value. Yeah. I like the fact you've got in one night when come on, babes, me and you are making a sex tape tonight. <laughs> That's all I want to see: real people, real situations. Mm. Always. Yeah. Always. Because no. the. Yeah. You, like there's there's too much high quality in porn these days. No one wants to see 4K porn, do they? Yeah. Maybe you do. You have production value. You so you might. The lighting's just a bit off. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's too overproduced. I don't believe it. Yeah. But you kind of like when it's that couple that kind of doesn't look like they know what they're doing, but mm. they're really into it, mm. and they've just come home from a long day at work, and they don't have the best camera, the best equipment, but yeah. they're just, like, going at it. You're like, you know what? I believe that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the Oscar goes, too. <laughs> round of applause. Yeah. Now, what, like, what still shocks you, and, like, what, um, I don't know, what would you like to know the psychology behind? Like, what particular, I don't know, what, what particular taboos would you like to know? Nothing shocks me anymore. Yeah. No. Um, fuck, what's it called? Oh, shit. Um, this is getting really dark. Um, I mean, I could say something. I don't know if I should say it. Just go into it. Come on. Okay. Um, there are people on the internet who will... Fucking a dead body. I don't get that one. Necrophilia? Yeah, necroph- Yeah, that's right. That's Came right up with word. that word yeah. too quickly, didn't I? Yeah. You should have a sex podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I just giggle all the way through it. Oh, yeah, true. Sexy, 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 sexy. Penis vagina. <laughs> yeah. Penis. <laughs> um, yeah, necrophilia, that's, a, that's dead bodies, isn't it? And you get a... Uh, allegedly, you get a rash. You get a rash after you do it. How do you even know that? Apparently, Jimmy Savile, uh, world-famous British paedophile, Who's a, you know who Jimmy Savile is? Yeah, we watched the documentary. Oh, we did? What? Yeah. We did a thing on it, didn't we? We've done so much in this year. Um, yeah, apparently he had sex with someone who was like in a morgue and then he had a rash on him. You only get this rash from dead bodies. I don't remember oh, that in wow. the documentary, though. You know, Marilyn Monroe was apparently someone had sex with her after she died. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you don't know Fuck. if it was the like someone who found her, the police or the morgue, like in the morgue, but she was uh, apparently sodomized after death. Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Wish you didn't know all that. Yeah, I don't Wish I didn't know all that. that. I don't uh, I don't do you think it's the power thing? Like did you see there's a report, I don't know, I think it was in the Daily Mail and they were saying about using women who are in comas as like surrogates. What? Yeah. Yeah, so women who are in comas but like still all the functioning parts, using them as surrogates to carry babies for people who can't have babies. Oh, wow. It yeah. was a suggestion more than a, but it was like yeah. an article in the Daily Mail, weird Daily Mail. Imagine you come out of a coma, like, you know, 12 months later. and You've you had three kids. <laughs> you'd want to give birth to triplets. Oh, by the way, yeah. I'd want to go back in the coma, I think, if someone told me yeah. that. You've had three kids. I'd be like, yeah, peace out. I'm, I'm going back in. Because yeah. it's so, it's bizarre, isn't it, how someone's thought that up. Yeah, someone had to really she think about like that. She looks like a fine woman. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that, that it goes back to, like, ethics and morals. Like, how could you consent if you're in a coma? Like, mm. isn't that the... Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a proposal at this point. Let's see if they actually... I mean... I'd like them I not to imagine, propose it. No. I can't imagine that actually going through and being a legitimate... Thing. I mean, well, if it's a thing you get drive, on your license, when you, you get a driver's license and it'd be like organ donor, surrogate donor, <laughs> surrogate donor. <laughs> if you were ever, ever in an accident, went into a coma, would you consent to yeah. having someone's baby? <laughs> First question: How are they going to impregnate me? Because it's like, have you seen Kill Bill? Yeah, where she's like in the coma, and then yeah. that—that's what it made me think of straight away. Yeah. Some big fat security guard just mountain. Yeah. That's got to be the worst fetish, hasn't it? Surely. Dead bodies. Yeah, I would say so. That's at least from what I can think of the Is top of my head. Is paedophilia considered a fetish or a fucking, like, a yes. illness? It's an illness. It'd be a mental illness, wasn't for it? For sure. Um, it's fetishized 
mental illnesses are fetishized all the time. Um, I think there's some sort of category um, for role play. I forget what it's called. It's not pedophilia, but it's kind of like fetishizing that scenario. Mm. Um, some people go to special places and reenact that sort of stuff to try and get it out of their mind so they don't do that sort of stuff on people in society. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, there's, like, places you can go to do that and it's supposed to help people get that fantasy out so they don't do that in real life. But I just don't, like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to think about that. Don't get those people on the podcast, no, Amy, now. No, yeah. no, And I hope I never accidentally, because, yeah. yeah, obviously when you're making this sort of content, it's going to attract some interesting people. Um, yeah. I would like to know if there's any, like, open relationships that work. Yes, um, there are. There are open relationships that work. Um, I'm going to be talking about that in my next episode, actually. Mm. So, um, I've got it. I mean, I've already half recorded it, but I'm interviewing someone um, early next week who's pretty experienced with open relationships and polyamory and um, has a lot of stories to share in. Um, I've spoken to a lot of couples who, I mean, it works for them. Um, sometimes it works for a really long time until it doesn't. Mm. I yeah. think that... I'm too jealous for that. Yeah, yeah it's inevitable too. that jealousy will come into play at some point. I know someone, I won't name them, um, and he got Ross Gellard. He got what? Ross Gellard. So what does what that, that mean? Him and his missus... Uh, started seeing this woman and then they were oh. a, a trouble and then uh they kicked him out one day oh my gosh and they've been together ever since poor thing just like ross geller yeah that happens to him yeah ross geller the man yeah i'm sure that's happened to a lot nasty of thing to come back from that isn't it? yeah no 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 you just stay you stay out me and john are gonna stay in tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah no nah, not for me oh, yeah mate. But I just, I don't see, like, I, I suppose you kind of, when you hear about these things, you kind of put yourself in front of the, like, that obstacle and, and in, like, there's no, there's no facile, like, there's no way I could ever see mm. that working for, for me anyway. I don't know how it, how it would work. Yeah. I don't think I could do it either. Yeah. Um, it seemed, that relationship dynamic seems to suit some people. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine ever getting to a place in a monogamous relationship where I'm like, I'm comfortable opening this up and seeing you with other people and you seeing me with other people mm. and being down for that and not having that lingering feeling afterwards and wondering things and like, yeah, yeah and getting self-conscious, like, you know. My missus is like, don't even fucking think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, she's nice. Like, don't even fucking think about it. <laughs> oh. But after 10 years, you're allowed to think about these things, let me tell yeah. you. But I always wondered, like, too, like, because there'd be one person, like, if, especially if it's a, if you opened it to another person, right, then it becomes three. And, like, one person would always be benefiting more than, than another, right? Because yeah. the... Describe like, it to me. Set the scene. All right. So, let's just say... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why are you putting the sad music on? All right. In a hypothetical world... Yeah. There's three people. Okay. Yeah. It was a monogamous couple, but now they're no longer monogamous. Okay. And they've invited a third member in. Okay. But. Now I'm going to let the sad music. Third person's in. But you said we were always going to be together, Anthony. <laughs> That's why I thought we should try something new. <laughs> yeah, not into it. No. Couldn't just, do it. I just Couldn't did. do it. There would be somebody in there, in there that benefits from it more than the other body, mm. person. But then there's those, then there's like absolute freaks that go to the like orgies and stuff. And I know that that even, ha do you know, I went to a sex shop once in Newtown and they- So had, you were gonna say you a, went to a sex party then? Uh, well, I'm getting to that. They have, they had this, the back room to their, to their lot. And I was like, what, what's this for? And we're like, oh, we, they, we, we throw part, like we lease this room out so people can throw their sexual parties. And I was like, do you get many people? And he's like, yeah, we've got one tomorrow night. <laughs> I want to know which sex shop this is. Also, what did you do tomorrow night? Oh, I didn't come back. No. Uh, <laughs> Just I waiting lost. at the door. 
That's a private party. Oh, is it? There's no, there's no, it's not an open invite. It's not like a plus one. <laughs> the fucking, so are you on TikTok? Yeah. So have you seen this like pineapples? People have pineapples who are like swingers. Pineapples? Yeah, so like in neighborhoods, this is like an American thing. If there's, if you're swingers, you'll have like a pineapple on your door, like a, like a ornament of a pineapple. SpongeBob. That's interesting. Yes, like SpongeBob. <laughs> Mr. Krabs is there also sometimes as well. <laughs> um, so they'll have like pineapples to show that they're swingers for the other people in the area. I Apparently like where I live, breaking point, there's a big swinging community. What would be the Australian variation of that? They have Vegemite. Like, Vegemite? <laughs> I was just thinking Vegemite maybe. Or yeah, definitely Vegemite. Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a big swinging community where I am, apparently. I feel like that could turn into a problem though because then your friends could like troll you and like put one on your door when you're not looking and then random people start showing up Next time I come here, I'm going to put a pineapple outside. <laughs> I don't think it would have the same meaning in this area. <laughs> no, it might not. People <laughs> would just be like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah. not in this area, which, which is an undercover. I think it might just, be, might just get pinched. Someone gets a free pineapple. And puts it on their front lawn. Mm. It makes yeah. me think differently about SpongeBob now. Yeah, it's completely different. Bikini bottom. Exactly. Hey, all the signs were there. How old are you, Amy? 26. Yeah. Yeah, all the signs were there. How old are you guys? I'm 20, I'm 27 soon. When is it? Next month. Yeah. I'm 24 in May. What are you, you going to get me for my birthday? Sex party in Pineapple. Newtown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need the name of that shop. I will. I'll yep. give it to you after. Yeah, I might hire out that room, I think. Yeah. For? For my own little party. Oh, nice. Yep. Yeah. Bring anyone you want. Yeah? Okay. Yep. I would like to bring a light, like a UV light. Oh, just Ooh. blood and <laughs> semen everywhere. Oh, God. <laughs> I wonder if the staff need to do that, like when they're cleaning the room. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't the imagine things it, that they... I can't imagine it gets cleaned oh. thoroughly enough. You'd want yeah, a COVID okay. clean in there, wouldn't you? Yeah, uh, my my friend used to work in a cinema, and uh, cinema, and they uh, they'd find like used condoms all the time in the mm. cinema. Mm. People would go at like eleven o'clock, you know, when you're like seventeen <laughs> and you've got nowhere to shag. So we were like, right, we're going to watch Iron Man two <laughs> at eleven o'clock today. There'll be no one there. Yeah, but all those cinemas have CCTVs. It adds to it, doesn't it? <laughs> it adds to it. Voyeurism. Yeah, big voyeurism. fetish. That's a big one. Yeah. People love that. Um, do you guys know that show on Netflix, uh, How to Build a Sex Room or something? Oh yes. my yes. God. It I'm is obsessed with that woman. Fascinating. Yeah. I love, right? I love you. Imagine you being like, I need a week off work to your boss, and your boss is like, oh, why? And you're like, oh, get some, some renovations. Get <laughs> some renovations done on the house. We're actually going to be on Netflix. Oh, what are you on? Grand Designs or something similar. And then you go on it and this is where like the sex positivity thing goes too far when it hits this point, right? When you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, no, me and John, all these people come around and we, we fuck in this room, right? <laughs> John likes getting choked. John, John absolutely loves it. I put a pacifier in his mouth. A spanker's ass. He loves it, right? <laughs> and then you've got to go to work. And someone's like, I seen you on the telly last night. You came across really well. <laughs> yeah. That is too far. That? Yeah. That How is, do you live that down? That is too far. Every Christmas party, they're giving him dummies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a 10 year service it's golden a step, dummy. It's a step too far, but it's a fascinating show. Yeah. You start yeah. looking at your own place going, what, what, could, what could we do yeah. with this space? I've always wanted to swing. The sex swing? Yep. You, Tommy you, Lee had one in his house. You can put them on the door, can't you? Yep, not Could this do. door. Not, not, not this door. Why imagine, not? Imagine, imagine someone coming in here for a podcast and going, What's that? Okie dokie. Yeah. Oh, just my sex swing. Just to, you know. <laughs> don't you have a sex swing? <laughs> thought, thought everyone had one of those <laughs> in their podcast <laughs> don't you, studio. Don't you have a sex swing? <laughs> we should get some dildos in here. I'm just putting it up there. You should just hang stuff off them, like, like um, glue them to the wall and just like hang posters and stuff off them. Yeah, like a family yeah. portrait yeah. <laughs> hung by 
Yeah. Clive or whatever they're called. They've got some funny names, haven't they? They all still those. Have you ever went into a rabbit hole and looked on like lovefunny.com or uh, some of those sites? Because yeah. the market is so unfair for men. Yeah, I that's think. what I was going to say. I'd it like, really is unfair for men. It doesn't really benefit us much. No, there's not a lot there for, for us. I mean, that's sad music again. Do like, you mean like there's not enough toys or yeah. like just products for men? Products for men. Yeah. Like the fleshlight was the greatest invention that we've had in, and, and nothing. That's it. That's the only one we've really got. Yeah. That's true. What about one of them blow-up dolls? Could we have one of these in here? A blow-up doll? Hugh, can you see how much a blow-up doll is? How much what is? Blow-up doll. Blow-up doll. Please. What about cock rings? You could have cock rings. <laughs> and you can also hang them on the dildos that you glue on the wall yeah. and play like ring toss. Right, so I was rings. on Reddit a week ago and I heard How like... How big are these cock hang rings? Hang on, hang on. I've got to tell they, you this story. Okay. Are they expandable? I think that they come in different sizes. Yeah. Some of them glow in the dark, which is cool. Fuck. Anyway, sorry. Hold on. What? <laughs> yeah, there's glow in the dark cock rings. There's glow in the dark lube. There's glow in the dark condoms, but everyone already knew that. But yeah, there's all kinds of shit out there. It's insane. Elton John has like a... Um, like a uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Like with the with the di- like the diamonds in it, like a diamond crusted cock ring that was given to him by Eminem when he got married. Anyway, I've got a story to tell you because I was on Reddit and I was like, somebody had asked like, what was the worst mistake you ever made in your twenties that has impacted your life to this day? Somebody wrote back, I once bought a cock ring and it was too tight. I tried it on my thing and I was having trouble getting it off, but I just kind of fell asleep and woke up and it cut the circulation off to my penis. Oh, no. Oh, no. Rest in peace, penis. Rest, Rest in, in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Low hanging fruit. How much here? So, a female sex doll will set you back between the $300 to $400 range. I can swing that. However... Yeah. That's kind of discrimination. It's kind of sexist. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be harder to make a blow up like? (laughs) Wouldn't it be easy to make a blow up woman doll? No, he's being sexist. Maybe there's less women buying them. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if there's any stats on that <laughs> out well, there. Hugh, can you find the stats on that? <laughs> a lot of the, the blow-up blokes are just here. Oh, okay. So there's no face. No, it's just, just the crotch yeah. area. It's because we don't, we don't need the face. We yeah. don't need that. Yeah. It's not. Who, need, who, who needs that eye contact? Who needs that grunting man? Is, there, is the Google <laughs> reviews on there for them? Or Amazon? Other stores are available. Have you ever seen the silicon ones? Like the ones they have at the sex shops where it's like the silicon, like, just like, um, it's from below the ribs to here. <laughs> Hugh, can you Google Fuckmaster 3000? What is that? Uh, it's one of them ones that speaks to you, I think. Fuckmaster 3000. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad it's ma- on your internet, not my love. By the way, can the audience, can the listeners hear? Mm, uh, he can throw me his phone if need be. We'll have to repeat what he says. Speaking of your audience, mm. have you ever had someone speak this candidly on your show before? I'm enjoying this sort of the thing? shit out of this, Amy. Okay. All right, cool. I'm Same. enjoying the shit play out of this. <laughs> we don't discriminate. We we always get like the best stories like after we finish. Can I have, can I have oh, your phone? Oh, shit. It's $2,000. $2,000 for a Fuckmaster 3000? Fuckmaster Pro 4. Pulsating vagina? I haven't had one of them in years. <laughs> years, I say years. Oh my god! Is the reviews? No, this is on Reddit. Oh, okay. okay. I wonder. Like, <laughs> Pulsating vagina. I wonder. You know how at Apple, like when they're making the next iPhone or mm. iPad or yeah. something, it's like, oh, um, iPhone 12 Plus or whatever. Is it the same with these companies? Do they do they get together and they're like, okay, like. What's the difference between the Fuckmaster and the Fuckmaster Pro? Like, mm. what are we? What features are we going to add? And length, it's like this serious length. board meeting. It'll be length. So they're going to remove the because the Pro iPhones are just bigger, aren't they? Bigger. Yeah. They don't have the home button. 
What? I wonder if they just remove little features like with the next models. Yeah. Like when you couldn't put your headphones into your phone yeah. anymore. And who tests it? Like how do you apply for that? Like is it on seek.com? Hello, like we need I work I work in quality control for the Fogmaster <laughs> the Fogmaster Limited. <laughs> <laughs> oh Fascinating. God. You should make your own toys. I am. You are? Yeah. It's launching wow. in June, actually. What's it gonna be called? Sex Toys with Amy. I <laughs> No, but that would be great. But um, I can't say the name yet. Okay. Um, but I'm working with someone and we are creating a range of toys and there's going to be some lube as well and some other accessories. I just want to, you know, out of fairness for, for the men out there, can you make some things for us, please? Yes, there is going to be something that I think you're going to all enjoy very much. Together? <laughs> Hopefully. I think separately in your own separate private time. It's called it's called the Amy, but I can't say what it is. The Amy? Yeah. I couldn't use the Amy after having you on here. <laughs> that wouldn't be right. It would not be right. I might have to uh, actually I don't know. Might have to change the name. But I like the Amy. I like the thought of people having me like You're right. Oh my god. No, no, no. Okay. I can't use the Amy after you've been a Guest on here. <laughs> oh my god, this has been one of my favourite episodes just, ever. <laughs> <laughs> How about you just give it a different name? Like call it the Patricia or something. Or <laughs> I've got an Auntie Patricia. Your partner's name? Or would that be too weird? That's even it's weird. It's Abby. Okay. The Abby. The Abby. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Does Abby. it give me a hard time most of the day? <laughs> oh god bless you, Abby. Anyway, Amy, you were explaining the Amy. Yeah, what is the Amy gonna be? Um, it's a fleshlight molded from my private. Once again, I can't, I can't. God bless you, Amy. Have you guys heard of Cloner Willy? <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Yeah, so Did we're taking that concept, but applying it to cloner. a woman's vagina. Cloner, cloner pussy. Yeah. Do you, uh, what do you call that area? It's the vulva. The vulva. And the, the inside is the vagina. No, the I, I, I understand the. The anatomy. The anatomy yeah. of it, yeah. I've been around them. Okay. <laughs> I just, you looked confused there for a second. Where is the clitoris? Where oh my God. Now, um, so with like that area itself, cause like obviously like the Americanism is pussy. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously Minge is a British one. Fanny For, is British. Is Fanny is British. How do you Fanny's, say it in it, German? It's childish. Uh, Hugh, how do you say pussy in German? I reckon it'll be the Oh, it's the pussy. <laughs> oh, no, it's the pussy. It's <laughs> the yeah. pussy. I can't wait to read the description of this episode. Honestly, I can't wait to write it. Okay. Yeah. Mushy. A what? Mush oh, yeah, the mushy. Mushy. Mushy? Mushy? Oh mushy. 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 Oh, yeah, mushy. I only know how to say in German, Shit. mein linker blinker is kaputt, which means my left indicator doesn't work. That was an experience in Germany. And now mushy. And, and Scheiser. Yeah, what about Lady Garden? I've always enjoyed the Lady Garden. Meg? I feel like that's... <laughs> What are, what's, what, are, what are some other terms? Flower. Flower. Flower's too cute. <laughs> I do not want to pollinate that. What else is there, Hugh? Yoni. Yoni. Are we talking about like real crude ones? Yeah. One that starts with C and ends with T. Can't. I don't like that. You have to be up that one. It's not, it's not very... I, I don't think it. If you were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to... You can't. I don't think it's very... Sock puppet? Sock puppet. Some ding 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 ding. Girl, like an Alex Turner band. I'm trying to remember what she I said. I want to get said, your sock puppets. She said some women need more meat to fill their sock puppet. Yeah, I just thought that was beautifully profound when she said that. Who said that? Uh, she uh, her name is Soiled Bridges. Bridges, Soiled Bridges. She's on YouTube. I think she might have gotten banned, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Which same. Um. Yeah. YouTube took down my podcast. Oh really? Did it? Yeah. Um, I think there's one video still up, but yeah, that's why I'm Which moving. one is still up? I think the first one, which is just yeah. me talking 
really just rambling is that like in about what I, things i wish i knew in my 20s yeah sex tips i wish i knew in my early yeah. 20s yeah. yeah it's weird how um youtube now used to like youtube used to be a free-for-all <laughs> and now it's becoming like a um i can't wait to write the description for this episode you know? and now somebody makes the rules but nobody knows what the rules are they yeah really explicitly we've had you. so many things demonetized that shouldn't be like Maybe. it's crazy yeah fucking weird with yourself youtube <laughs> I just feel like yeah, the guidelines get stricter and stricter yeah, every yeah. year as well. It's like mm. the world gets more progressive and more comfortable hearing this sort of stuff candidly, but then social media and the internet goes the opposite direction in a weird way. I don't understand it. I, yeah. I could really you, don't. could you, because obviously we, we use like Patreon, right? Could you use like OnlyFans to put episodes on there? Because that's behind a paywall. You can talk about anything on that. Yeah. So I'm actually launching that next, next Saturday. Um, when the Guru next episode comes up. So I've got an OnlyFans account. It's just at Sex Talk with Amy. Mm. Um, it's free right now. There's no paywall. But um, yeah, I'm going to be posting podcast stuff on there and other content as well. Yeah, because it can be anything on there because it's, it's behind the paywall. Yeah. It's safe. Exactly. That's why I really wanted to get on there because I can just say anything, post anything, um, even just like non-graphic just regular videos of me filming the podcast talking about sex because I can't do that on Instagram. Um they deleted the sex talk with Amy Instagram. So I had oh. to launch STWA underscore podcast because you can't even say who, sex anymore. Who reported that? Probably someone did. I don't know. But um, yeah. That's, that's. I mean, I just started it. Like it was two days in and mm. I hadn't even posted anything graphic on there. It was just like quotes and stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's gotten to a point where like you can't even make an Instagram account with the word sex in the username, it just gets deleted immediately before you've even posted that's, anything. Oh, that's weird. That yeah. Because after it got taken down, um, I was like, okay, obviously someone reported it. So I'll just wait 24 hours. The username will be available again. So I'll just make another sex talk with Amy and just try to be more like conservative with it or whatever. Made the account. And then a few minutes later, it got disabled and there was no posts or anything yet. So yeah, I think they're just, I don't know. Prudes. I don't know. Yeah, they're just fucking prudes. prudes. They're just fucking prudes. Yeah. Everybody fucks or wants to or will at can some point. Can you do point. me a favor? Can you say that looking into that camera? <laughs> and that could be the clip for this episode. Okay. <laughs> Listen, everybody fucks or will at some point or wants to or wants to learn more about it. So let me just talk about fucking, okay? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's all I had to say about that. I appreciate that. I've had such a good time. Thank you so much. Me too. Thank you so much. Anything else you want to know? Um, oh yeah. What would you like to? Where? What would you like to? Um, like, say to anybody out there who, um, you know, is is struggling. You know, as you were when you, um, a, a couple of years ago, um, and you've. You know, how, how does somebody start a, like a journey of liberation for themselves? It's tough. Um, you've just got to remember that no matter what you do, people are always going to have something to say. And wanting to be sexual and expressing your sexuality and having sexual urges and having questions about that sort of stuff is a normal, natural thing that we all experience and go through. There's no shame attached. That's a narrative that's been made up. Um, so it can be hard to get your head around that when that's been embedded in you from a really young age, but it's something that you've got to figure out for yourself. It's a very personal journey. Um, and if you don't feel ready, it, you don't even need to involve anybody else. It's really like a journey that you can go on by yourself in your own time at your own pace. But just remember that um, your body is a wonderland, as John Mayer said. And um, <laughs> Great song. Yeah. And um, you are a beautiful sexual being and a sexual goddess or God or whatever you identify as. And... Um, I mean, I'll always be here for you if you want to reach out, if you've got any freaky questions. Um, so, you know. Just keep just, playing with yourself. Yeah, just keep just keep touching yourself. Um, if you don't know where the clitoris is, find it. <laughs> um, 
if you need help finding it, read my blogs. And yeah, the end. Where is the clitoris? As an as a blog title would be a fantastic blog title. Where is the clitoris? Where is yep. the clitoris? The age old question. As an instruction <laughs> manual for men. Yeah. I should yeah. do a two there hour be, special. There should be instructions like that for men. You think about the first time you had sex, you were terrible at it. I remember I was there. <laughs> no, but like, no, you are, true. you have sex and you're just like. Yeah. So have you seen the in-betweeners before? Yes. You know when Will has it and he's just like on top of Charlotte? Yes. And he's just like, is it Charlotte? He's Emily mm. character, And he's yeah. just on top of her and he's like. Yeah, he's just sort of rocking up and down. And I hate like, just I think that. I went like I that. had sec- I felt so bad for him. We were all probably like that. Yeah. Yeah. You get in, you come out, and you're like, I've had sex. <laughs> Life will never be the same again. Yeah. I mean, that's how it, like, there's no instructional manual for it. You just oh. got to, like, get in there. Um, porn can be dangerous. Get, get in there. there. You just got to get in there. Get in there. Porn can be dangerous because, like, especially when it's overproduced because you're like, oh, is it supposed to look like that? Because I don't know how to do that. Mm. Um, there was probably, like, 40 different takes when they were shooting that. Um, Lana Rhodes has talked about it. Do you guys know Lana Rhodes? She was a virgin before she started doing porn. Did you guys know that? Oh, she is? Yeah. She, oh wait, no. I think she, she had sex with one person and then like the day after that, she started doing porn. One of the polls is, is that? No, Mike, Mike. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Um, if Lana Rhodes can figure it out, you know. (laughs) Just figure it out. Good way of doing it. It's monetized. Yeah, it's a... it's it, porn is is it it just desensitizes you so much to what sex really is you know what i mean yeah and it makes it to i watched one once i must have been about 15 and it was a halloween and it was a man in a white sheet <laughs> pretending to be a ghost mm. <laughs> and he had sex with this woman i thought this must happen in day to day life surely oh my god this must this must come up but yeah it's it just uh it, it does desensitize you to so much. I think when people watch it too often and then what you're watching from a younger... If you're a 13-year-old watching anal all the time and you think you're going to get into your, your 16, 17, you're going to meet a girl and be like, right, so I've seen all of this anal stuff. Are you interested? You've got a long, long road ahead of you, my yeah. friend. No. She's probably going to say No. Yeah, she might say yes, but she is Maria, right, Amy? Thank you so much for coming in here. I've had a great time. Thank you for having me. It's been a blast. I had some awful news this morning, and this has really, really cheered me oh. up. So thank you. Okay, well, and I'm glad. I'm glad yeah, to hear that. you shouldn't have been. Yeah, you're very, 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 very good at this, and you're gonna have a great career with it. Thank you. And uh, when you bring that sex toy out, don't tell me about it, the Amy. Okay. okay. We've been West Underground. God bless everyone at home for watching. Thank you. Remember to like and subscribe. Yeah, Hugh, enjoy editing this one. See you later.